This is a podcast from the children's radio station Fun Kids. Listen on DAB Digital Radio across the UK or online at funkidslive.com. It's the Fun Kids Science Weekly. I'm going to try and answer a question that has bugged me for ages. It's a weird one, but it's annoying me. It's all about dogs. Why do dogs, dogs that can go off and do their own thing, that have all the tools available to hunt their own food, why are they obedient to humans? Why do they let themselves be our pets? Well, Maria Lahtinen is a scientist from the Finnish Food Authority, and she might have an answer. Maria, welcome to the show. Thank you. Now, this study sounds pretty amazing, this research. What was the first idea you had that maybe there might be an answer with what you were looking at? Well, first, I've studied more the humans than the dogs. And I think I came up with this idea while looking at how people uh, survive in the Arctic winters. And uh, there has been a lot of studies on this. And it's typically that they have a lot of animal-based items in their food. So... I started to to join the two questions together, how the dogs were domesticated and how people coped in the cold, harsh environment. Because um, it's often that people living in the north, they really go for having a very high-fat diet. And they are not so much interested on the meat part. So we actually figure out that this meat could have been eat could have been given to the early dogs instead of actually throwing it away and we made some calculation and it really looks like that there was leftover meat bits for the early dogs so they they're eating the leftover meat why do they keep coming back why do they allow themselves to be domesticated is it so is it because they need something that's in the meat or is it just because it's any food? Well, uh, we know that uh, people really love pets and it's not only nowadays, but it was also in the past. So it's people also actually value of having dog friends, not only that they would be beneficial because dogs were the first animal to be domesticated. So there was no idea what it could be like. So I don't, or we don't think that it was done on purpose, that dogs, people didn't decide to, to tame their dog, tame their wolves. They, they became friends and it led to domestication. What's in it for the dog, Maria? Um, in the research, um, it's all about excess protein. Why would the dogs want that to allow themselves to be domesticated? Well, it's yummy. They would get, they would be fed. They would get also shelter from humans, and they would because because wolves they they live in packs. So it must be so that also the early dogs felt to be part of the human pack. Now, when this first happened, I know that you're quite into the food side of things, but. Thousands and thousands of years ago, when humans first started to domesticate dogs, how different were those dogs to the dogs that we might have in our houses right now? What do you know about that? 
Well, um, there has been a lot of studies on the early dog fossils. Uh, it all happened during the last ice age. And uh, so most of Europe and Asia were much colder than today. And we know that the, the dogs became smaller and it's likely that they were less aggressive than their um, ancestry wolves. It's there are all, all sort of characteristics that normally take place when an animal becomes domesticated. For example, uh, they become more colorful. They are more tame and more sociable towards humans. And this process was very long, so it didn't have it didn't happen in one place because. Uh, after the ice melted away and uh, people started farming, the, also the use of the dogs changed and the diet of the dog changed and the dogs changed and, and they started to, to vary in very many forms. So it's not not only the very initial states when when something happens to, to the dogs or the human's dog relationship. So this is pretty much evolution almost at work isn't it maria that these these dogs who need quite a lot of the food that we can't eat loads of they take that food it allows them to thrive and and survive and to do that they cozy up to us humans yes more or less so but we also think that it's uh, it was important in this process that dogs are beneficial for humans in many other ways, just as than being companion. Uh, because after the dog starts to behave domestic-like, they can be used for hunting aid or pulling a sledge, or or they keep you warm during the winter. They 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 guard your camp. They are very useful in many ways. So these 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 benefits kept the dog domestication process ongoing. Do you have a dog, Maria? Unfortunately, I don't have a dog. I had a cat who just recently passed away. Oh, I'm so sorry to hear that, Maria. Thank um, you. Well, listen very quickly. Lastly, up in Finland, while we're talking about food, and you're a you know you're a food and diet expert, I know very little about Finnish cuisine. Um, if I were to make a stop in Helsinki, what, what would you tell me to sample? What's a, a, a classic Finnish meal? Well, I would say something fish and uh, vegetables. I think the ingredients in the traditional Finnish cooking and British cooking are very similar. It's just how things were, uh, things were done slightly differently. But I think during the past 30 years, the cuisine has changed radically that you can find all type of food in Finland from various parts of the world. So people don't no longer eat what's the traditional local diet like. And, and here's one last question. This is not to do with dogs at all. I'm just interested. Um, in the UK and uh, America particularly, the rise, in the rise in people being vegetarians and people being vegans and plant-based is really taken off. When you get to, to colder places, places further north like Finland and um, is, is it becoming popular there people not uh, not eating meat or do you find that you need meat you need the fat to keep yourselves going through harsher cold weather 
No, I think it's increasingly coming popular here as well. And and um, because we no longer have to survive, we can decide what to eat. So we don't have to grow our own uh, food any anymore. So so then it becomes more of an option what to eat rather than what you have to eat. And it's 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 only the like hunter gatherers or pre industrial people who actually have to eat what they can. But nowadays we can actually make the decision of not eating something that's very harmful for our planet. Amazing. Maria Lahtinen, thank you so much for joining us on the show. Um, we love chatting about dogs. That was an interview from the Fun Kids Science Weekly podcast. There's a new episode every week. Find it wherever you're listening to this or ask your smart speaker to play the Fun Kids Science Weekly podcast. So that was a podcast from the children's radio station Fun Kids. Listen on DAB Digital Radio across the UK or online at funkidslive.com.